Welcome to Startup Confidential. What food and beverage industry players will never tell you that you need to know if you're running a startup. Let's do this. Welcome to episode 36, Conversion versus Trade Techniques to Drive Velocity. Look, repeat buyers form the concrete floor of your base business, whether it's half a million or $50 million in trailing sales. If their absolute number is not growing, you have a serious challenge ahead because distribution growth will become your primary lever as you seek more and more people to simply try it once and abandon you cruelly. And this is not what you want as an undercapitalized CPG company without a very experienced national sales team. Because only so many new accounts will open every year anyway. I mean, unless you're just such a cute, darling little unicorn. The mystery for every young CPG brand is how long will this awareness, trial, repeat, conversion process continue at existing stores? And how long can you keep it going? In my study of the marketing science behind trade promotions, I've never seen any evidence that trade techniques featured displays and the common TPR programs all by themselves generate multi-year velocity growth for any emerging brand. Rather, these techniques are proven to create permanent baseline lift in new hip brands and for established brands, repeatable surges of revenue that quickly collapse creating much something much like a year-end salary bonus for the business. But the incremental sales that, that TPR programs and displays create usually don't keep increasing for very long. If you built your revenue on top of frequent promotions especially, you've generally not only hurt your profit, but you've hurt your profit in order to modestly increase the long-term scale of your business. So this kind of trade promotional lift, it has a cap on it. And that cap is based on three factors that, that just aren't scalable, which is why you can't drive continued multi-year velocity growth off of them. The first is the depth of unit discounting. As a premium price brand that needs to have a price premium to a large extent to create the gross profits you need to operate, or at least cover your fixed expenses, you don't have the ability that Bigco has to slash that unit pricing through aggressive discounting, ever more aggressive discounting strategies, or slashing the SRPs. The second factor that's not scalable about trade techniques is the number of periods you can be on promotion in a year. There's no account that's going to let you be on promotion all year long, even if that made any sense to be. It's just not going to happen. There's a limit. Literally. There can't be more than 13 promotional periods. And honestly, in most cases, you're not going to get more than six. Thirdly, there's a limit to the number of high visibility placements you'll ever be allowed in the store. Forget what you're seeing with Frito-Lay and, and forget the anomaly of wonderful pistachios, which seems to have six different locations in every produce department, the jerks. That just doesn't happen. And it's certainly not going to be something you negotiate in as an early stage company. <laughs> have fun with that. But you know what's more scalable than everything I just talked about? The number of mouths in the store's trade radius. The number of households, specifically. Especially the number in their high-traffic locations, which are high-traffic, usually because there's a higher density of households, demographically. In kid-heavy suburban zip codes like mine, every transaction is significantly higher in ticket price, and therefore more valuable to the retailer because the shopper is a proxy 
shop or for three to five or even more mouths. If they happen to be zip codes also with a large educated population, whoa, these are the folks who will be more likely to buy premium CPG bands on a routine basis and potentially in dozens of categories, including yours potentially. Look, visible placements and limited volume-based TPRs at each store serve to sustain an inflow of new triers. Keep using them. But they're like fuel injectors in your car. The fuel is the consumer. You can't add a lot of fuel injectors to change how your business operates. At some point, you've got to keep adding fuel. In sustaining velocity growth, what you are trying to do is attract new mouths for years, enticing people to come forward and try the brand as it gains increasingly more memorability and awareness in local social networks and therefore higher instantaneous recall through local social networks, whether digitally or in the real world. Same store velocity growth is not only the master KPI that I talk about in CPG brand growth, it's also the sign that your conversion funnel is working. And so if you don't have it, my research would suggest you probably won't be riding the glorious skate ramp at all, or certainly not properly. At best, you'll be faking it with accreted distribution gains. You then may fall on thy ass or simply collapse into a low double-digit geometric growth trajectory that you may be happy with. I mean, personally. But I really doubt that the type A investors that you got involved in would be, and certainly strategic acquirers aren't going to be that impressed if you can't grow in the higher double digits, for sure. So one of the things that, you know, I probably don't emphasize enough in my book, Ramping Your Brand, is that, you know, velocity growth, its primary basis is going to be driven on household penetration growth in local areas. And that's something you can measure with cheap surveys, even at the metropolitan level now with Google surveys specifically. Uh, So you can track your penetration, you can track your growth of households and make sure that it's actually happening. You know, because that's going to be your early sign that velocity growth is going to have a problem. You cannot TPR your way into seven years of velocity growth in stores. And you certainly can't keep it going at the level that Kindbar is still keeping going 20 years after it appeared. So remember that next time you have a discussion about out-of-store spending. (laughs) Because it's generally the money you spend out-of-store, with the exception of secondary displays, that's going to actually fuel constant household penetration growth in local areas. That's all I got, folks. Be safe out there. Dr. Richardson's new book, Ramping Your Brand, is available now on Amazon. Please check it out and spread the word. And don't forget also to take his founder's quiz to see if your team is ready to ride the ramp of exponential growth. You can download the quiz at rampingyourbrand.com anytime. And feel free to share your scores with Dr. Richardson anytime at james at premiumgrowthsolutions.com.